I, I think you get could get all of Vin Diesel's I Am Groot out of the way in a single like four hour session. It wouldn't even take four hours. I got like think. 15 no, 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 minutes. No, 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 but they're situational, right? Because there's a difference between like I Am Groot and like I Am Groot. But okay. still, you, you do like four hours of like, we're just going to run run the mini. game. We're doing Roy G. Biv of I Am Groot. We're <laughs> I going see, from uh, you one mean end like, of the I Am Groot spectrum to the other. How long end. it would take to record his different how, how, long, how long would it take to record every different emotion using the well, words I, don't I Am think, Groot? I don't think he could. Uh, I don't think he could quickly emote that. I don't think he could go from like, truly like my friend is dying, sag I Am Groot. That's to what like, he needs to be an actor. Yeah, but they have to get there. I don't think they're just like fashion models where they're just like instantly changing, like sag, happy, enjoy, having a good time, horny, smoldering. I want, I want, what's a horny I am Groot? I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> See, I could just get there. So I mean, <laughs> I'm just the greatest actor go. that's ever lived. I am Rick Groot. needs no foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> he is immediately Groot. <laughs> oh, gosh. She never uh, going dry as Groot. <laughs> You always got to sap up first. Yeah, you got to <laughs> sap up that green. Well, you don't want, you don't want splinters. Ooh, ooh. Uh, speaking of splinters, uh, hi, I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm okay. an analyst here in Nashville, and um, I am at peace with myself. I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville, and I am very pretty, but also dumb as a fucking brick. <laughs> Uh, I'm Brian, I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I'm a jealous axe hammer. <laughs> I'm Caleb, I'm an analyst here in Nashville, and guys, I have cancer. And we're opinionated. And tonight we watched Love and Thunder. Thor Love and Thunder came out in 2022, currently has a 68 on Rotten Tomatoes. It was written and directed by Taika Waititi, and it stars Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, Taika Waititi, Russell Crowe, Chris Pratt, and many, many, many others. And who was it written by? Taika Waititi. I said that. You don't say. That's right. (gasps) Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to help Fight Gore the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. Before How we often get... do they say his name? Like t- two or three times? Really? Yeah. I, I Gore thought, the God Butcher? I thought they Not... just called him the God Butcher the whole time. Uh, they said Gore like at least one. There's at least one. Yeah, I says forgot it himself, his maybe. name was Gore. I'll put it yeah. that way. Before we get too far into it, just a quick reminder to our listeners. We're going to have a brief spoiler-free version here at the, uh, at the beginning. Yeah, we got to do it because this, this is a brand, is a new, brand new release. Yeah. And if there's folks that don't want stuff spoiled for them, we're going to give our general vibe of the movie, what we thought going in, whether we'd recommend it. Uh, and then there's going to be a brief break before we come in and just get into all the story stuff, and we're going to get into all the spoilers. So if you want to listen but don't want stuff spoiled, don't worry. We're going to give you a heads up before we get there. Yeah. Um, What'd you guys think before you got to the theater? Because I had seen several of the trailers and I wasn't sure I wasn't sure what to expect going in here because yeah. coming off of Ragnarok, we watched Ragnarok mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. There's it's it's a little more lighthearted, it's fun. Um, but I also because the trailers went ahead and said, Hey, the villain of this movie is Gore the God Butcher. We're yeah. telling you ahead of time in the trailers. I was curious, and I went and looked up Gore the God Butcher, and mm, I tried yeah. to I tried to figure out who this character is because it's not someone I'd ever heard of before. Did mm. you read the comic that he's in? Like, there's a I didn't read his comic. I okay. just kind of I went through a few of the synopses, like the websites, okay. that kind of thing, and uh, 
And I wasn't sure what to expect going into here because it seemed from the trailers that it had a lot of the lightheartedness that mm-hmm. Ragnarok did. But Gore the God Butcher seemed like, pretty from serious. everything I yeah. read, it seems like a pretty heavy topic. And I wasn't sure how these were going to mesh. Um, <laughs> and we'll get into how I felt about the way it meshed. But did you guys see the trailers? What do you think going into this, not only from those, but also from watching all the previous Thor movies right. like we just did? I mean, I talked about it a little bit uh, in our Thor Ragnarok podcast. I was very uh, hesitant about this movie from kind of the beginning. Um, and the tra- the trailers did not like soothe my worries at mm-hmm. all um but i was i was very worried that like because of the success of uh thor ragnarok they were going to lean real heavy into the jokey jokes that sure. they were doing in that and lean really far away from the the story elements of the thing and it would not hold up okay so we'll talk about whether i was right or not <laughs> you were uh brian uh when I first saw the trailers for Ragnarok, I wasn't super into it, but then I really liked Ragnarok, so I was okay. like, man, this is probably just a weird Taika Waititi trailer, and I, I, once I get in there, I like it, but I, I wasn't, wasn't wowed. <laughs> wasn't really wowed. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that, I didn't see any of the, the uh, trailers, so I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, and I thought that I was going to watch a movie that was just as much Thor as it would be guardians of the galaxy oh okay. yeah it's okay. weird that they bothered to what well, no, fuck, fuck never mind <laughs> well, well, no, and, and and it's interesting you say because you didn't see the trailers because in the trailers it they're pretty it heavy spoils, on it there. spoils the scene no they, they show a lot of the guardians of the galaxy but they also like there's the whole ass scene in the trailer of, of him, Thor like, being behind. like well, goodbye, Guardians of the sure. Galaxy. It's been fun. Yeah, yeah but then sure. they could meet back up for a mission. Sure. The, the reason that that upset expectation is problematic to me is that Ragnarok seemed to me like this is not a Thor movie as much as it is a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. We're like, we're in not the Just multiverse. The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like we're yeah. in these different planets and everything is kind of kooky. Whereas this was very much, as it turned out, a Thor movie, and that has a different tone generally. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's And this one wound up having some rather dark subject matter. So tonally, things didn't really work out the way I expected I... them to, and I don't think it serviced <laughs> the film. No, I, I not. completely agree. Um my worst fears were confirmed. When <laughs> see, I think everybody's worst fears were confirmed yeah. when watching this. Yeah. Because this movie kept... It, it's like it's like I have a gas tank that's only got like a quarter cup of gas in it. <laughs> and so it would be like all the way to the right where it's like, man, I'm having fun with this mm-hmm, thing. And then it would mm-hmm. flip all the way back over to the left where I'm like, man, this movie's really dumb. Mm-hmm. And then it just kept going back and forth between them. Yeah. Wait, wait, what's this that, guy like, do with a quarter tank of gas? I don't know. It just, like the needle just keeps going. Oh yeah, like a quarter when tank of gas doesn't do that. Does well, that do when that? When you said a quarter cup of gas. Sometimes uh, when uh. a gas tank is sputtering, it'll let go from like left to right really quickly. Yeah, mm. it's a bad analogy. But that's be. like you have thirty seconds of gas. Oh, I've like not seen anal- that before. It's a bad that's analogy, scary. but my point is that there's no like subtle middle ground where it's like you know it's not like the best, but I'm still having an okay time. It right. was either. Hundred percent. This movie's really dumb. Yeah. Or man, this is a really fun scene, and I'm enjoying yeah. this. Yeah. Like for there sure. was no middle ground for me, at least. Unfortunately, it spent a lot more time on the like I hate this side <laughs> of that than it did on yeah. the I really like this side. I think like when it like when it's doing like fun action scenes, there's several of those, and they're really fun. Like they're, yeah. they're visually excellent. Like there's there's a yeah, ton but Marvel of cool has always done that. They know how to make 
action look pretty. They True, do normally but I have w- that to a science. I, I would say this it, like exceeds that for me, and just in terms of general visual hmm. vibe, I really like the like the colorfulness of this movie. I like or how the absence it is of that. Yeah, and even in the absence, they're doing cool stuff with some, you can some see stuff. stuff. Yeah, they're they're doing really cool stuff with it throughout the entire movie. Visually, I have no issues with this movie whatsoever. Everything else, though. Jesus. Well, no, and there's there's some some of the humor lands yeah, for me. Yeah, definitely yes. some of it does. Oh, yeah. But there's also a whole bunch of it that doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I also get bothered when more of the movie feels like an awkward relationship drama than it does a superhero movie. Yeah, and not a um, fun awkward relationship drama where like that's an interesting driving part, right, of it, but no. just like Well, and and a big part of that is an issue that we talked about with Ragnarok in that Taika Waititi has a very specific style of humor that works really well in small doses, mm-hmm. kind of peppered in throughout a movie. If you just get a little burst of his style of humor, it can be really funny. Yes. But his style often boils down to, I'm not going to let this scene end in a very traditional movie way. Instead, I'm going to have it peter out in an awkward, natural, natural in quotation marks, right. human way, where instead of being like, oh, there's an awkward pause and Thor's like, all right, it is time for me to leave. He's going to sit there along with Jane Foster and be like, ah, oh, so uh, th- it's a little, sh- should I go? I, you know, maybe I can sit, nah, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm yeah. going to go. And it drags on for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. And when that is the bulk of your relationship drama, and when the relationship drama is the bulk of the movie, mm-hmm. it just ends up being like, man, this movie kind of cringe, man. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, and it's, it's leaning so hard on the unresolved relationship from past films and the big question mark of what happened between them. You're telling me that their relationship ended off screen? Really? That's all I get? <laughs> yeah. And they don't not, really do anything new with it. That's mm-hmm. not a question that I had like burning to be answered. Yeah, they yeah. had zero chemistry in either of their movies together. And so like when you get to this movie and they're like, okay, I see why you're like inventing this relationship that they supposedly had between movies, even though it doesn't really fit with the character he was at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm fine with that, but you're just doing it in such a cringe way, and you are always taking the the uh, air out of the scene with the way that you're ending this with like weird cringe jokes. Yeah. It just never works. There's like one scene I think where the relationship kind of works and I kind of like, I, I, I can see these two together. I'm happy to see them on screen. There's like one scene of that and the rest of the movie is just playing on, there's awkward tension because they're exes. Yeah, and it also, it really plays into the Thor is stupid yes. part that's been building throughout these movies. Yes. When it first started, yeah, it was they were trying to deviate from that. I when? when? When have they been trying to deviate? Because he's been getting shrewd and like doing more oh, Loki-ish oh, things yeah, throughout yeah. the film. He's like that, coming but. up with his own schemes that wind up like beating the bad guy in the end in ways that aren't just beat him with hammer. I think we saw that in, in uh, Ragnarok, but then you've got two more movies with Thor in them after that where that's not really the way it goes. Like Thor gets pretty cool in Infinity War, and then they hit the brakes on that as hard as they possibly could. Well, and, and, and timey-wimey What's shit. after Infinity War? Endgame. Oh, I mean, he's still pretty cool. No, he's not. He's a fat tub of lard who sucks. He has cool moments in it, especially yes. when he's like, you know what, I'm going to like get past this and come back and work with my team. Mm-hmm. Like, There's definitely cool moments there. And then but he they, like, but, sucks in that fight. But, so, But... Thor's stupidity can work really well if it's, oh, he's got some, like, naivety to him Mm -hmm. or he's got some, like, 
misplaced idealism to him sure. or, or he's got some like fish out of water to yeah. him yeah. and like any of those are good ways of having some stu- stupidity mm. right he can even have a little bit of himbo like that's yeah, okay sure. but it, it, it gets ratcheted up to like the nth degree exactly there's movie. nothing else left at this point those things were funny because it was in contrast to what we expected from Thor which is this you know at least you either have the image Shakespearean actor yeah you expect that if you are familiar with the comics at all and they kind of tried to play with that a little in the first two movies so when we got to Ragnarok and they had veered in such a different direction, it was really funny and unexpected. Yeah. Now it's the joke that you expect every time you see Thor, and it's not funny anymore. No. Yeah. I, I, we, there's a lot to rag on because the bulk of the movie, I was kind of sitting there cringing. But there are also parts of the movie I really enjoyed. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think it's easy to sum those up. And we can talk more about what this means when we get to the spoiler part. But... There are parts of the movie that feel very storybook mm-hmm. and very like someone's telling a story to these children sure. kind of thing. Yeah. And when it gets to those moments, uh, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. And I enjoy all of the all of the scenes that happen there. And there's also like action that happens that feels like it has that same kind of tone to it. Mm-hmm. Where where it's, it's like it's just light and silly. Well, and and it even has a like, and then the brave knight came in and he slew the dragon. And, <laughs> yeah, like that. And it's level. got almost that kind of tone to it, and I I have a lot of fun with those. Mm-hmm. And the imagery that goes along is with great. that is great. Is beautiful, and so and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there are plenty of scenes to look up on YouTube later. Yes. where you can cut around all of the will they won't they oh they already did and things are awkward and we have to like relive the breakup and they're not like the the worst part of that is that they're not focusing on why these two don't work as characters they're just making it awkward in like trying to build up this tension for bad jokes if they were trying to build into these two as characters and explain like why their relationship didn't work and how they've maybe changed since then that could be fun i could get into that um but that's just not what they're doing they're just going for jokes and they're not landing yeah uh, I want to talk about spoiler stuff. Does anybody else have something they want to say here and now before we get into it? I kind of do. We'll get into it more on spoiler stuff, but I want to go ahead and talk about Gore a little bit here. Okay. Since he's the main villain, I the think we should at villain. least bring up how we felt it's about Gore him. Gore the God Slayer. He right. wants to kill all the gods. I think that, so you, you said you didn't read those comics. I did. I read them a while back, like before this was even coming out. Sure. So like I, I was familiar with the character and I think that that is one of the most fascinating, like really cool ideas I've seen for a character in in Marvel. They do something some really unique stuff with them that you could not do with any other superhero in my opinion. Sure. There there's a lot of interesting magic stuff and a lot of interesting talk about gods and like how all that works and they do a really fun job of that in that mini series. And it's a real shame that they fucking wasted it in this movie because <laughs> Gore has like Gore when it's Christian Bale like if I'm just looking at Christian Bale and his acting, I think he does a really good job of it. I think he's really intimidating in some scenes. He's fun. Like he's got a good presence to him. He's almost but it's got a, a sh- like Pennywise quality. I was to thinking almost, he felt yeah. like fucking Patches the Hyena if he were a villain. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, a full villain, like a yeah. villain villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I, just a lovable type <laughs> of a villain. I could, I could see it, but. I think it once you like look past his performance, what's there in the movie is just shallow as hell. And it's really a shame because they're trying to lean into some like really important topics to most of the people on the planet. Like they're mm. talking directly about religion in like the most insultingly stupid way possible. It's real bad. <laughs> eh, I, I didn't get offended by it. I as didn't necessarily say person, I'm, I didn't say I was necessarily offended by it because it's too stupid to actually be offended. But if you look at what it is implying and saying and a way it is treating a very important topic, it's real dumb and real bad. 
I, I suppose so. That that is not the issue that I took with it. Mm-hmm. I t- it's also I did, bad because it's a bad that story. It's just very but, shallow. Yes. Um, especially the resolution to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recommend going to see this. Um, I I didn't have a good enough time with it. Like I kind of wished I just stayed home tonight. <laughs> if I'm honest, I can um, I can understand that. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, should, should people go see this? I want if they, to recommend If they it. enjoyed Ragnarok, should if they go they see this? If they adored Ragnarok and don't give a shit about the story that like is in a movie, if they just want to see like a fun time and turn off their brain and that's their thing, totally on board. This would probably work for you. If if you like story or character at all, I don't think it's going to be for you. Like I I don't think this is one of the worst Marvel movies in my opinion that I've seen in a while. At least by the way that hmm. I judge movies, which is not okay. necessarily like how entertained I am, but like just sure. story-wise, real bad on almost every level. Brian, uh I just don't feel like it's geared towards me anymore. I feel like it's geared towards kids and parents. Okay. In I I am a parent. It does not work well, on the parent level. I'll put on it the that parent way. level of like you know the stuff at the end. No, I know well, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm saying it doesn't work. There were people <laughs> in the theater with us that had children who were like 10 or so sure, years sure. old. Mm-hmm. If that's who you are and you want something you can take your kids to that you're going to have fun with but it's not going to traumatize your kids, okay, this does a pretty decent job of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as your kids, you know, don't have a mom who has cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of cancer. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Rick has released his books. <laughs> I didn't get my recommendation yet. Oh, you didn't. You didn't. Oh, I thought you were saying it was just for little. Honestly, kids. I interrupted Brian. Brian, who didn't have cancer. Same thing. Same thing you said. All right, fair <laughs> enough. So, I basically agree with Rick, and I don't often say that, but generally, if you like, even if you're like, I've enjoyed the shit out of these Thor movies from several years ago. I still just don't necessarily feel like it was worth the money that you have to uh-huh. spend to get into a theater these yeah. days. If you've got a Disney Plus subscription, which you probably do if you're the kind of person that loves these Marvel movies, generally speaking, absolutely watch it when the time mm. comes. Although I'll say that with as as much as this film leans on dark scenes, if you don't have an OLED, it might look like shit mm. on your screen. It could be, yeah. But sure. <laughs> but do some do it's some pot and or some LSD and you'll have a good time with Especially this. Especially with your with your ten year old children. So yeah. generally I would say no. Watch it on Disney Plus, not in theater. <laughs> do pong do LSD, pot with, LSD your... with your ten year old children. Yeah, great advice there, Josh. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of doing uh, hard drugs with children, <laughs> Rick has that released is not this in my book. book. I like of the all last the things one. that have been in my books that we have brought up weirdly in this. That's not one that's in there. There's is a LSD lot of a hard drug? I would say so. Let us know on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> let, let us know. Yeah. Uh, Rick's got books. <laughs> yes, I do. They're available on uh, Kindle Vela, Escape from Persephone 6. Four. Five? Seven. Four. Escape from Persephone 4. <laughs> 44? Oh, my and, God. And uh, Fate's Pawn on Amazon. Additionally, if you want to help support our podcast, we've got a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash opinionated. For as little as a buck a month, you can uh, help support us and get early access to all of our episodes. We've even got a few uh, Patreon-exclusive episodes, some listener requests, some first impressions. Go check that out. That's patreon.com slash opinionated. Guys, we're going to be back in just a minute for our spoiler-filled thoughts on Thor, Love and Thunder. Kids, get to popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. 
He went from dead bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. Oh, spoke too soon. Jane? And we're back. All right, it's uh, it's spoiler time, fellas. It's it's spoiling time. I don't feel like I can. I, this it's movie hammer is so time. <laughs> it's clobbering time. Show it's, me it's, the it's, love and thunder. It's fostering well, did time. Did you like this more than Morbius? No, no, no. Morbius was wow. a ass movie, but there were good memes in Morbius, yeah. and the and the like relationship drama was not as cringe as it is in this Morbius movie. Morbius was more entertaining moment to moment than this was. Like it was fun to sit there and crack jokes at it exp- at it ex- at, at its it expense. expense. Yes. yes. So it successfully was so bad it was good. Yeah. More so than this movie. This movie was just so bad it's bad. Right. I like stuff in this movie though, whereas I didn't like as much stuff in that movie. I think the moments where I was enjoying this, I was enjoying it much more than I enjoyed Morbius. But yeah, general I, vibe. I rolled my eyes too hard in this movie. Yeah. I, maybe I was expecting. It's more like an expectation kind of thing. Like I knew what to expect from fucking Morbius. Mm. Let's let's kind of get it out of the way. The Taika Waititi dialogue is cringe. It's and bad. It permeates the whole movie, and it's real bad. I agree, it's bad. But we all know what we're talking about. Anyone who's seen Taika Waititi's stuff, yeah. That funny dialogue, he, just imagine that constantly and way overdone. Yeah. Cool, now we've said it, and we can go on about the other parts of the movie without having to keep coming back to that cringy part of it. <laughs> I don't know that I can. Uh, it's just There's that, other stuff to talk about. There is, but that's just so much of it. And that's what? the thing that really dragged it down, is that there are just scenes that go on and on about it. Like, that's it's awful. I, I set us up, and he just ignores me <laughs> yeah. immediately. <laughs> that's kind of what He I had mean. a whole speech rigging. You just, like, <laughs> underswiped the wind out of it. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Right. Okay. What do you want to talk about instead of the terrible? White I want to talk about dialogue. the stuff that happens in the movie because, like, okay. I like I like the way the movie starts with Korg kind of doing this narration. Oh yeah, yeah like sure. he's talking to kids. I thought you were mispronouncing Gore's name. No, no, <laughs> Korg. Oh yeah, I forgot that the Gore stuff came first. Yeah. Which yeah, man, Dune guy. His like, I get the feeling that in the comics, his like, the gods haven't answered my plea was like. Not just about his little girl. Like it was it, a lot more drawn out. Like things got yeah. real bad for him for, for an a really long time. Of and time. then it wasn't immediately incredibly undercut by the god that he's praying to. Just how being on a the nose, dude. It is. It is like uh, did, I nose. feel like I feel like it was you practically got, like he was worshiping Dionysus. He not finished just Dionysus. burying his daughter, and then as he gets up from the grave, he magically hears, he finds this like portal hears, to the gods' land. He hears his god partying in the jungle, and he gets there, and his gods. Like, hey, schlub, your daughter died, and I hate you. Yeah, it is, away. it is bizarre how <laughs> stupidly put together Kick this scene is. There's corpse. nothing in here that's interesting because it feels like it was written by a fucking Reddit atheist. Like, it is that tier of like, no, God's just stupid. And if he met him, he'd be like, eh, I don't care about you. <laughs> Fuck you and your little daughter. You're, you're getting hung up on this, like, what they're saying about the Marvel yeah. gods is—it sounds like to me like the actual intentionally applying to all like human I, religions. I human. They literally are have characters that are human religions in this movie. I don't think I'm out of line bringing up the fact that they are related to actual. I don't religions. remember like Muhammad, Jesus, and Buddha hanging out. Yeah, in the they're pantheon. not modern ones, but I mean, they like mentioned Norse are real. The fucking ancient Greeks—they're not around listening to podcasts yeah. or watching movies. Yeah, but if you can get offended by anything in a movie, you 
can get offended by the way religion is treated like a stupid idea I'm not in this out movie. I'm watching Thor trying to get offended I'm about I'm not shit. either. I haven't brought it up in any it of the other Thor. Like because man. it's really bad in this movie, and the movie is like thrusting it in your face. It is not thrusting it is, an anti-theist. It message. is 100%. No. The opening scene is 100% that. It's the bad guy. The yeah. good guy is a god. The bad who guy saves humanity. And the bad guy is right in this scene to hate this guy because he's a yeah, giant total dick. hate this Aztec Dionysus or whatever he <laughs> is. Yeah. These gods don't... His god, his god had a big beard but also like a sun god thing. Did he look exactly like the same race as whatever he is? No. I think <laughs> if like the all. movie went on to like go like, okay, no, this guy was a total dick. If but the then movie, to go on the to like... went on to be like, this guy and Zeus are dicks but Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior I don't need it to reference actual religions to be like, religions are totally cool guys. But no, like every single deific figure in this movie is a 100% dickhead Thor? including Thor. All Thor does this entire movie is be a it's selfish... It's to help people. Be a, no, he does not help people. Off Josh, at least let me around. finish my point. Your Jesus. point is wrong. Let me finish it. You don't know what it is. <laughs> you, you've literally been saying that every god, including Thor, in this movie is a piece he's, of shit. He's got a big surprise ending, though, that's going to turn you around. <laughs> but <on>. actually. <laughs> so every time Thor shows up, he is just letting people get into giant battles. The movie plays it for comedic effect, but he's letting people in giant battles, like, get take shots and get killed until he's like, okay, I guess I'll show up and help now. And, like, this includes his own people who are getting slaughtered by monsters while he has a weird, awkward conversation with his ex while people are around them fighting giant monsters and presumably probably dying isn't like, that what their gods are all about battle i mean it is what dying battle what battle. they are but i don't know what the asgard the asgardians in this movie are basically just normal millennials like he, there's nothing different between them Thor and is different not portrayed as a neglectful deity yes in fact, he is at the very beginning done. at the very beginning it contrasts gore the butcher being like god please help me and them ignoring him and laughing at him with thor sitting there and korg narrates that he basically sits around and as soon as someone comes and asks him for help, he gets up and helps which them. Which is fucking stupid. It's a stupid direct contrast because with what is, Gorgeous went through. Which is dumb because he is sitting on a tree that is overlooking an active battlefield that is going on and until you have fucking Star-Lord walk up and be like, hey, please help us, he doesn't do anything. And even as in this soon fight as that I'm Star talking Lord about, asks him, he gets up and does. And saves why the does day. he need to ask him? Why doesn't he just join in the battle that's happening in front of his face? Because it's directly contrasting with what. Gore I don't just think went it's through. contrasting. I think it's pointing out Thor is the exact same asshole, and it never deviates from that. Uh, the just, exact same asshole to who? To like the, the people, people who are in front of him help? needing help. Oh, but they weren't asking they, for help. They shouldn't need to ask for his help directly for him to be like, oh, okay, now I will help you. It's just bad take Brian over yeah. here. Except it's Rick and not Wait Brian. a minute. No. Okay, wait, no, I Josh. Keep, I keep saying that. I've never had a bad take. Not once, not once. <laughs> Josh, if you're a god watching an active battlefield with your actual friends in it who could very well die during they it, don't worship do you require him? them to go up and go ask him? Is that what it requires if they actually worship Maybe. him? Maybe. Because apparently not, because the actual people who do worship so him are not, just like, no. Nah. Not just like that seems like 
Like, because as soon as that battle's done and they get back on the ship, it's like, all right, show us where everyone who needs help is, and we're going to go there and, and help them kind of thing. Like and, thousands and, and upon thousands with, of people. At the end of the movie, he's still doing the same thing. No, there's thousands upon thousands of people that he's just like, all right, uh, let's go to, oh, my friend, a person I have a personal connection, let's go save her. Let's ignore all those other things no, that are going on. No, he says on. they need to split up because there's so many. Yeah, and then he well, just leaves one team to go do that and never thinks about that. Also, here's another asshole thing he does. His friend gets her arm, like, cut off. He drops her off and then never goes to, like, talk to her or check on her again. He literally just, like, yeets her out of the movie. There's a god butcher going around. He's got other important things There were kids missing. He has time to talk with Natalie Portman about their relationship while an active battle is going on. I don't think that he's worried about God of the Butchers. That's the other movie. What other movie? <laughs> the other movie in this movie where they like the, pause all of the, the important romance. That's the whole movie. To, no, where they like pause all of the important story parts with gore to go back and be like, yes, doctor, please give me a thorough update on Jane's cancer. <laughs> I understand that Gore the God Slayer just stole my bi- my Bifrost hammer. It but really this is bothers also me important. that we don't have magic or signs that can beat cancer by now. In Marvel, in in universe, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's, go to Doctor Strange. Go to Doctor Strange. Also, also the Bifrost being destroyed, Asgard being destroyed, does not give a lick. Because if you've got a magic weapon, it seems you can just teleport. Right what do gods do in this universe? Because he literally goes Orgy. to the entire pantheon of the most powerful gods from across the entire galaxy, and no one is ever like. Hey, could we ask like one of these guys to heal Jane? Is that a thing any of us can do? I think if the movie gave me like some idea of what well, the role of a god he didn't know about be, Jane at that point. He didn't, but she did. Like she could have been yeah. like, "Hey, I really don't want to die." She doesn't know how the rules Rick, work. That's why no one I, does. There that's aren't why any. I don't think that the moral of the story has anything to do with deities, but rather people and responsibility and how neglecting that makes you a shitty person. Sure, I do agree with that. Because none of these deities behave like how we would describe... Omnipotent. Yeah, they're just people with power. Or just people who, like, not necessarily within, like, a Judeo-Christian perspective, there's one being who is in charge of everything, but even, like, within a Grecian one, Mm -hmm. you have your people, and you are responsible for them, and also you have a thing, like, whether it be lightning... Or Wine. sure, all that flowers. stuff. Like, the only god that is <laughs> the only godlike being that is doing that at all is Valkyrie, and even she, I would argue, is not doing like a perfect job. But she's not that. a deity; she's Exa- just a person exactly, who's responsible. That's exactly she's my just point. A guy. That's that's exactly my point. She's not a deity, but the only person representing that res- personal responsibility is not a deity directly. Like they act- they are actively out there to state that. And that's a big part of why I think that's... I don't think it has anything to do with deities. I don't think they set out to... I don't... It is gods all acting like irresponsible assholes the entire movie. I don't know how you could come to the conclusion that that is not in there. I can like see... Who? I can see how... Because, there's because, at least a difference between... characters and aren't gods like a lot of people in real life consider gods. Yes. I mean... They're not omnipotent, omniscient beings. That is only one the fact specific that their orgy theme. party that is up fit, in the omnisciosphere. It doesn't yes. fit with a ton of the religions that are still... Still existent today, like that's not the only kind of religion that there is. There's the just the Judeo-Christian one. Like I'm, what I'm saying is, if you are going to portray every specific god in this movie a very specific way of irresponsible and have a very specific like not god be in their role taking over for one of the gods in the movie doing the thing he should have been doing. I'm going to take a message away from the movie. If I was Hindu, I might be pissed off about this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they, their gods might be all crazy assholes. I don't know. <laughs> I, 
Do they still kind of have a pantheon Valkyrie, while being a modern religion? But Valkyrie showing up and doing her job is not like, yes, she is She is showing the gods what gods should be doing. She also could be like showing mayors what a mayor yeah. should No, Valkyrie doing. only exists to give Thor an excuse to go off and be a vagabond. 100%. That's exactly it. And that's my big Correct. problem with it is Thor is set up to be like the leader of the Asgardians. And then he immediately is like, nah, fuck that. I'm that's out. That's a previous which movie. Is a no, that is the thing that character. aggravates me the most about this film is that we've had this ongoing narrative about how he has had all this character development and the whole reason that he relinquished his birthright to be the king of the Asgardians mm -hmm. was to like go find his purpose and he kind of meandered along his way and has become the guardian of the people despite not being their king in the first place mm -hmm. and then all of that's just like we just forgot about it he because Fat Thor had some timey-wimey shit and he came back from that and all of that went out the window and now we're just like, I, now he's he, going to have a love this, story. And this movie feels like it should have been the Thor, like, okay, yeah, he hasn't found his purpose yet, but the way they set it up, especially with like Quill talking to him about it and Korg talking, like there's all these yeah. people that are talking to him about like finding what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it feels like this movie should have been that, like he finds his purpose. Well, I mean, I Except think it tries the to very say the end of the movie, <laughs> yeah. it's like his purpose is to be like a, a an stay adoptive home mom. father. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it is a very poorly told character arc that already sabotaged Ooh. a really fun idea for a character arc that's very different from everything else in, in Marvel right now. I've what? Got, I've, what character arc? The character arc of like coming to be a leader of all the people. Like, oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the dad character arc. Because pretty much all right. of them have done the dad character arc. Yeah, I... no, you could you could come along to it and say like the that Black Panther is sort of about that, but that's about someone who's already realized that power is in that position and and like is doing it. I think yeah. that you could do a much more interesting idea of becoming that person who is ready to lead and then going on from I, there. Yeah. I hate the the way that the whole thing with Gore, the butcher, mm -hmm. is resolved. Yeah, yes, where. Where Thor convinces him that, no, Gore, <laughs> it wasn't you actually wanting revenge. The thing that has been burning inside of you that you've been, like, destroyed. Like, it was the constantly. desire for love. It the was power the desire of for love. love. And, and you could almost say that the only reason that works is because he didn't really want the revenge on all gods. He, like, hated his specific god. And hmm. then as soon as he touched the evil sword... It corrupted him, and because they talk about how the what, what's the name of the sword? It's like uh, the necro the necron, sword. Necro, 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 necros, necron, necro sword. It's it's necro something. Yeah, the bad sword. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when the necro sword, like when he accepted it in that moment, getting revenge on his own personal god mm -hmm. because they had let him down and his daughter had died. Mm -hmm. That then it corrupted him to go after all the gods, and. And when Jane Foster and Thor eventually break the Nido sword, mm -hmm. maybe it relinquishes its control. Sure. It's still a really dumb resolution to this mm -hmm. character. I hate about uh, this is what I thought you were going to bring out. I hate that Thor, that Gore the God Butcher kills a god in this movie in the opening scene and never again. Oh, the rest he of the is, time it's off screen. He is. He's, he's killed a lot of gods. We just don't get to see him. Yeah, yeah we see we're some totally faceless does. gods on screen. Yeah, we we're see totally some kills them. Yeah. We he totally kill, does. He kills yeah. the big like snow but panther or whatever it is. In terms of numbers of what we directly see him do, he would be more accurately Gore the Kid Scarer than he is Gore the God Butcher. Like, yeah. It is it is really weird that they go from like okay the plot of this movie is Gore the God Butcher is going to kill all the gods to Gore the God Butcher is going to go get a wish is <laughs> the Pied but, Piper and he has smuggled all of the children yeah, away yeah exactly why did he bring the children with him to like the portal place because like, he needed to get 
Thor to bring him the hammer. But no, also, I don't mean that. I mean, like, once he already had the hammer, went to the place he was trying to get to, why didn't he just, like, leave the kids where they were? He didn't need to bring them with him. He wanted oh, to okay. show them how, how he was right and Thor was wrong and stuff. Or I, I don't know. I thought he was going to make them into little evil, it's evil really, eyes. Yeah, it's really weird because... Uh, it would have been so much better. On the one yeah. hand, like... I never thought he was actually going to hurt the kids mm-hmm. because his whole starting motivation is that his daughter died. I sure. kind of felt so the same way. If he ever, like, if they made him hurt a kid, yeah. it would just feel so, like, that's the whole reason you're in this, dude. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think you could get some really interesting motivation out of that, or so at least some interesting character depth out of that, that he's willing to go that far. Like, it's a god, he's a god kid, so like, yeah. I'm willing to do that, to go that far for yeah, it. Yeah, maybe sure. kill one kid and be like, oof, this is, this is too much. Also, I kept waiting for, like, some sort of, like, irony to hit him, where it's like, hey, you're killing all the gods, but you've become, like, the god of god killing, yeah. or something like that. Something. Because I feel I, like I that's one of the comics, that right? You... Okay, in the comics, there are some ideas that are around that. Like, you can get into, like, he is doing the, he is causing the kind of harm that led to his situation by removing these power structures that were not always as as abusive as the one that he was in. He's going full God of War. Sort of, yeah, and it's 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 messing things up in a lot of ways. Not just like he's getting his revenge, but it is also causing a like wider destruction than just that. There but are... that's not possible because all these gods are asleep on the job. Exactly, every god in this movie sucks. So like, who cares if he kills them? All? I was assuming that like just there, like if Zeus died, like maybe thunderstorms, like it was just like a power balance. I mean, thing that would them. be interesting, but yeah. it's not in the movie. It would be interesting yeah. to contrast like Zeus being an asshole with the other gods being like. Hey, I genuinely care for my subjects. Instead of it being like, "Hey, Gore's Gore the God Slayer is kind of right." Yeah, you know? it, like all like, these guys are assholes. All of the and like Zeus is apparently the leader of like the most powerful group of gods who yeah, are like hiding he, in their thing. He's in, in thing. charge of the orgy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all they're the doing powerful. is hanging out, having orgies, and like not doing anything helpful. Like, they, <laughs> how did you feel about Russell Crowe? Not a fan. I, not, it was not great. It was it was kind of lame. Like, I I think if I had like. 25 to 50 percent less of the of what was going on it would be fine like cut that scene down a lot he i hated him at the get-go and then he grew on me as as it went on i think you just want to make italian jokes about him with your wife no, well, no, no the accent Greek. was that's Greek, but is it his? It, it, it seemed ac- Italian. Yeah, I his accent, no, his accent wandered. It did. I think I think he grew on me when he came down and talked to Thor like one on one and was like, yeah, actually, we're scared of him too. That was and the worst. We're doing it. No, there was a moment where like we saw the. Uh, the man behind the curtain. He parted yeah. the kimono. And it made him even worse to me. Like, if he was just this blustery even asshole. Worse person, but, like, yeah. I enjoyed the character being there more now. I, I think if later we had not seen that one god, one sort of god, and a Valkyrie are enough to just, like, whip this guy's ass, get all your, your god buddies in oh, there Oh, the and way that ass. Thor just catches the lightning bolt and chucks it back. Yeah. Just, just oof, talk about deflation. <laughs> right? I hated the design of that fucking that lightning That thing looks bolt. so dumb. It, I mean, I know it exists 100% for a toy. Yeah, And for like, sure. why not make it just look like plastic shit? Because mm-hmm. the toy will look like plastic <laughs> shit. <laughs> but it just, design-wise, it does not look cool. It's no. not fun. It's really dumb. The way it like comes apart is not really that interesting. I don't like Thor's armor in this one either. Yeah, it was I like a James bit much. armor. Mm-hmm. I okay, I like his black and red one that he has I kind want, of the beginning. I want that one to be more Oh, uh the, the armor arm? Oh, I okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when like yeah, he's still I wandering like that around. One that one yeah. looks really cool. I like his like biker outfit that he has at the beginning. I also but like the that. like super loud color one is is too it much. It wasn't segmented enough. It looked too much like a costume and not like plated yeah. and shit. What about the way that his helmet like went especially 
pointy. Yeah, like way more pointy. Yeah, Jane. Yeah. It's like okay, it, that's an erection. I, joke. See, I thought I, he was like <laughs> trying to like one up her, but now that I you say so. that, that makes more sense. No, I thought I thought it was a like, oh, you think you've got Thor powers? You stole my look. I'm still the original Thor. I'm on Josh's side on that. Yeah, it can be both. Speaking of which, what do you guys think of Jane and Jane Thor in this movie? Uh, not bad. Fine. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I like the fact that they just like burned that story out. In one film, I think it was really weird that they were like they made her be like, "No, I'm not. I'm not Lady Thor," which is totally a name of the character that she has had before. I'm the Mighty Thor, which is not a thing that she has like made a point of this entire movie or like been interested in referring well, to herself. Well, we, we as. didn't get to see her little story, but uh, maybe she has had to do that. We a lot should have now. seen that if they wanted to build the like yeah. climactic one-liner of the movie on it. I thought that that was still <laughs> doubling down on the Taika Waititi kind of awkward like. Because they they made a point of like yeah she's kind of, she's really bad at one liners and mm. like catchphrases and she's still working. I think on the it. fact that so she I think does it, was just it doubling down on that. I think the fact that she's going for like three of those is is what that is. I don't think that, I think that line was supposed to genuinely be badass and then the like double down badass, on like doing three or was more. Was it supposed to be like? Spider-Man, I'm the amazing Spider-Man. Like, was it yeah. just supposed to be I, like, hey, that was comic book title reference? I, I think it was supposed to be badass in the same way that like eh. all the girls in uh, Infinity War Endgame getting ready to go fight Thanos oh, it, it together was, was so supposed to be badass. Than that. It was it so was, much better. It was bigger than that. It was way better than, it was like, way the better thing, than the thing Mantis whole, showing up with Captain Marvel I can help. the same power pose. The moment itself that we're talking about where like she says that like I'm the mighty Thor, not Lady Thor, like that, it's better than that, yes. But when you take the entire moment as a whole, like where they're also undercutting their own like badass moment, I don't think it's any better. I think it's all just yeah, the it same. It has like, a similar yeah. aroma. Yeah. I, I like, I think that Lady Thor in this was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, like that Natalie agreed. Portman like kind of got a little jack yeah, for got, it. Not a little yeah. jack. She's put on like 40 pounds of jack. Like normally wow. I, think yeah. of, I think of Natalie Portman as like a tiny waifish yes. woman and she is like her she arms is muscular. are boom. Yeah. yeah. She does not look like someone with stage four cancer. Well, except when she does. <laughs> yeah. In the scenes that they all filmed later after she'd slimmed back I guess, down, I, I suppose. Don't know. I like, mean, they can CG her dying. Yeah, they, she, they, yeah. just gave, they just gave her the, uh, the Steve Rogers when he doesn't have the, the serum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I liked her. I thought that... Um, I mean, I don't know how... Because you know, we, we've got a friend, Derek, who's like the big Thor nerd. Right. Right. And so I don't know how... like. True to the comics or respectful more accurate or more accurate or any of that, but like I thought, what they did with Mjolnir in this one with Thor's hammer, specifically in the way that Jane used it differently than yes. Thor uses okay. his yeah, weapons, yeah. Yeah. was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought that the subplot of Thor's hammer being jealous was weird and dumb. No, yeah. oh, Thor's axe was Thor's axe. Yeah. Sure. I loved that. It was that, okay. I, well, there were, that, well, 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 hold on. With it. When I when I say that, I loved any scene that it would pan over and it was floating, looking at him. I, I was, was a big fan. It was of that. comical. Those yeah. were really dumb. Those, those were funny when really Thor funny. goes out to have a beer with his axe and I'm talk like, to it every five minutes. You don't believe weird. Thor would do scritches. that? I believe Thor would do it. It's not funny. I think it's funny. It, I do, like it goes on. It's another. It is in a movie where like it happened once. Cool. Yeah, I'm on board. Sure, that's fine. Twice. I could probably go with that. Yeah, I'd like bring the joke back. They it feels like they are doing it every other scene. Mm. Visually, I really hate the handle of his act. The, the I am Groot. Yeah, the, handle. Well, because it looks shiggy and plastic, and then up at the top, you can see inside the little mm-hmm. viney bits where like there's nothing attached to where it should be. It just yeah. it does it, it looks look bad. Like, yeah, right. it does, it does look I agree. It it looks too 
comically oversized in every dimension. I'm like, fine it doesn't with look oversized. I just think the handle is wrong. Like, I, give it a proper handle. Yeah, that, and then, but you're right about it being it's oversized for Thor, mm-hmm. and then it's especially oversized when anyone else like his uses his it. New yeah, right, it's the size of the their end. upper body. Like, yeah, it's it's yeah. It I, doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's this whole movie is this. It doesn't make sense. Um, <sighs> Thor is jacked though. Yeah. Oh, Holy yeah. crap! He's that good. man is big. Lord, he is big. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was trying to remember the other thing I want. Uh, what did you guys think of? Because um, I really enjoyed the parts with the kids, like especially nope. that scene at the nope. end where Back, they all no. get powers. I, I liked like it because that. I really like the storybook aspect of it. Yeah. And that seems like something that would happen in a kid's story about Thor, right? Because in kids' stories, super often you've got a kid in the story mm-hmm. because you're telling the story to a kid. Right. And then the kid gets to do something cool. The kid but it's the kid's the story somehow. normally. It's not just they're also here and all, like fucking, they're trying to raise an army, but he could do that the whole fucking time. <laughs> he didn't give that to fucking... Torg or whatever. Well, the, no, no, because none of the other ones were worthy of the power of Thor. But no. these kids have been very brave the whole time. Uh, I think to and me, brave kids deserve the power of Thor. I think to me, the idea of the movie was that he did not realize he could do it until he realized he had done it to Jane, and then he realized he could give this power to these kids. And I like the idea of him not only inspiring them, like by talking to them and like coming to them when they uh, are are captured, but also giving them some power and like letting them fight and and do some of this. That's all really cool stuff and it's got a, a good theme of like you can be a hero yourself like that's all yeah go fight crime kids yeah, right now as you are <laughs> i i and i think that like there's some really fun imagery with them fighting the monsters imagery but fine. i think it's really it goes right back to like thor is kind of a dude who will just leave your ass to die immediately the moment he first can who, who does he leave his ass to <laughs> die kids, all the kids he, he them gives them fighting. his power yeah and, and then, then he ignores them. and then he ignores if, them yeah if i've well, got if, if i've got a, a, if I've got a room full of third graders and here come some monsters and i'm like here kids each of you have a glock i'm not leaving <laughs> yeah. them defenseless i've just given them defenses yes and those, offenses. those kids are, are going to accidentally blow their hands off. Uh-huh. No, you know what will happen? Not if their hands will go to Valhalla. <laughs> not, <laughs> not only that, Josh, this is not the only time that Thor behaves this way. Earlier in the movie... Spe- specifically, which way is he behaving? In a way of he is only concerned about getting his what he sees as his responsibility taken care of to a certain degree, but then once like there's a threat to him, that's when he gets scared and starts acting actually like a real fight, like trying to take things down. In this scene, he does that. He's not prioritizing the kids. He is prioritizing himself. And when an ally comes in, he continues to prioritize himself over the kids. You could say, oh, I guess they're perfectly safe fighting these demonic monsters with his powers. Because the movie but, shows us that. But mm. the movie could also the movie also shows us that they are at least enough danger that he needs to get rid of his best weapon that he has available to get them out of there. So clearly they are in some degree of danger no matter what, or he wouldn't bother. He would just be like, all right, kids, you got this. I'm going to go jet over here and fight this and it's not the only time he acts this way in the first scene where he's fighting against all these monsters there are all of these presumably just normal people because every time we've seen Asgardians they've never done anything special the normal ones they're mm-hmm. fighting these giant monsters like hand and tooth in a in a battle in their own town and presumably some of them are dying I would assume but 
Um, because they don't have the power of Thor given to them. And Thor just shows up. He has a casual conversation with his ex-girlfriend, and it's not until, like, he gets hurt by the God Butcher sword that he starts acting like, oh, shit, I actually have to do shit here. It's a consistent pattern of behavior with him to ignore the people that aren't gods, because, like, I guess he feels like they're just going to die anyway, so who cares? Are you done? Yes. Because it's not a consistent pattern of behavior. I agree with you in the first one, except I don't think it's that serious because the movie is not like, look at how selfish he is. It's yeah. trying to be, this is the scene where Jane and he are reuniting. The movie is focused on showing us something else besides Thor's selfishness. I agree that like from a macro perspective, yes, he's probably being a little selfish by not yeah. instantly going lightning eyes God mode and destroying all of these monsters but that's not what the movie is trying to show us in that scene. And I don't think it's consistent pattern of behavior because I don't think that's what happens here at the end of the movie. He's not like, oh, I'm fighting Gore, the God Butcher, and now here's Jane, and so now I'm going to take it serious. He's getting his ass kicked by Gore, the God Butcher, barely keeping up, and then she shows up, and that's the extra strength he needs to actually fight this guy. He needs help. And when she shows up, he accepts that help because he's not strong enough to fight Gore by himself. And the kids, we don't see the kids in any danger once they've got the power of Thor. Once they've got the power of Thor, there's no, I mean, like, there's no Jane shows up and she has to decide between helping Thor or helping the kids. The only time we see the kids after they've got the power of Thor is when they're destroying all of these monsters. And at the very end, once the monsters are killed... Thor throws them the hammer or the axe because at this point the axe has already opened up the wishing well mm -hmm. and he's just like, go home. We're going to head into the wishing well with Gore and take care of whatever's about to happen in there. There's not monsters still clamoring after them. It's not a... You have there to get are, out of there here. There are. He throws it to them, and they are trying to get to him at that point. I'm going to point that out. Continue, please. At the, at the end? Yes. They are still trying to get him. Like, he throws them the hammer. It does a big boss of lightning that blows a whole bunch of them away. They're all kind of tightly packed together in a circle around it. I'm saying at the end, when they use the, the axe to get the Bifrost out of there, mm -hmm. that yes. is after the Necro Sword has already been shattered... And the Nidosphere monsters have disintegrated because the sword oh, has the been power's shattered. been dissipated. I no, exactly. yeah, think nice that dream. would make more so, sense. So I, so I disagree with you that this is a regular pattern we're seeing with Thor because I don't think that this final climactic scene is showing how selfish Thor is. I don't think it's intending to, Josh. I don't think the movie is like trying to. I don't like think it's to. accidentally doing that. It, I have explained why I think it is, and we can move on. I think he's irresponsible. I don't think he's selfish. I don't really get anything, any of him being selfish. From I could the kind of go does. along with that. What I mean by that specifically, though, is that he is irresponsible in a selfish way. I think it, it, he's. I think he's being stupid. He's not. He's not. I think he's stupid. But this. I mean, there's no like red flag. Like none of the kids are like help us. Like the whole time, it looks like they're just having a ball. And I'm sure he's like popping an eye over there, looking like. I mean, Clearly, there's nothing. Ha yeah, but there's nothing happening to them to indicate that they're in trouble. Ex I mean, except being attacked by scores of gigantic. Yeah, but I just think like that fundamentally, it's a it's a stupid component to be a part of this film. Yeah, like, I see what yes. you're saying, Josh. That it kind of gives it a that. storybook component. But as an adult, I see that and I'm just like, oh, well, that's dumb. Yes. Sure. But it's it, this is not the scene of the kids are in trouble. This is the scene of the kids have been empowered and are able to yes. take care of shit themselves. Let's move on to talk about what happens in the wishing well because this is so dumb. We kind of touched, touched on it earlier because we said that this is Thor being like, hey, you don't want revenge. You actually want love. This and Gore just so dumb. buys it. And then despite wanting love makes the dumbest fucking wish possible yeah. where he's yes. like, I'm going to die, so wishing my daughter back to existence would be like hell for her. Yeah, that would be fucking cruel. But then cruel. he just looks I'm at Thor and he's like, I'm going to do uh, it anyway, take care of no, my no, daughter. No, no, he I'm doesn't gonna... look at her. They look at him and like, 
she won't be alone. Like, fuck you guys! <laughs> yeah. Just make a better wish. Wish that you can you can make a longer sentence of a wish that encapsulates one thing. What about this movie has implied that Thor would be a good parent to this kid? Uh, he just finished empowering a bunch of kids. He did empower he a bunch a, of kids. He gave a bunch of kids a superpowers and then threw mm-hmm. them into a battle, which is what he goes on to do with this child. That's fucked Well, to be up. fair, they uh, apparently Asgardians are just fucking children, where she's like the son of like... Eternity and a god and yeah, she a wasn't third just god. resurrected. She's like practically omnipotent. I yes. guess I don't know. Like with it, laser beam, it's eyes. such a bizarre <laughs> wish. Yeah. Like it doesn't have anything to do with anything he's expressed wanting in the entire movie because he's not with his child and it's not killing gods. Like and those we are the two things he wants. And we don't even get to hear his wish. Yeah, right. Because yeah. if we heard his wish. We can at least make fun of him. Yeah, being like, stylistically, hey, really it just seems dumb. Like yes. okay, there's this like galaxy being that's fine but the way he just like raises his hand up and there's a little bit like a, a little bit of a god ray shines down on him mm-hmm. just does not connect with me at all because if they had said instead of wish if they had said like it grants your heart's desire mm-hmm. that would have worked way better here because thor talking to him about like hey like you're acting out all mad you don't actually want to kill everybody and hurt all these people you just miss your daughter mm-hmm. that i could be like oh Maybe that resonated with Gore, and now he really does realize that what's in his heart of hearts is he just wants to see his daughter one last time. Sure. Like, yeah. he misses her so much. That should that have been also, his wish. That also takes out, like, the really, like, stupid, selfish aspect of, hey, I'm wishing my daughter back into existence. <laughs> Peace out, I'm nerd. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> at that point, he kind of doesn't have control over what his wish is. Right. It's just, like... The the wishing well universe god right. knows what he wants, and even if it's kind of dumb and really inconvenient for his daughter now, <laughs> like it's still it's still granting the only thing that he wants I in mean, that moment. Why would he not just wish? Hey, I want to live a normal life with my daughter, a normal happy life with my daughter on a planet where I've never heard of gods, or maybe forever. just like bring back her mother. Yeah, something. Also, I or mean, make himself healthy again, or like just. I want to see her one last time, and then we both turn to dust and when I die. And I'm, that's not irresponsible I want to go to anymore. heaven where she—I want heaven to be real and me to go there with her. Sure. I'm really glad, because I was worried when they kept bringing up Jane's stage four cancer. Mm-hmm. I was really worried that when we got to the wishing well, the end of the universe, yes. Thor was going to be a dumbass himbo and wish <laughs> Jane's cancer away. And not like and then, cancer. <laughs> and then we would have to sit here and roast the movie about how he didn't wish cancer out of existence. Exactly. I mean, he is dumb. Disease out of existence. Mm-hmm. He just wished for Jane. Right. So I'm glad that I'm kind it's still dumb, but I'm kind of glad that the whole reason Gore has his change of heart almost is that he sees Thor caring about the, this human mm-hmm. as opposed to just his own selfish concerns, which kind of goes on his head because there's love interests, so it is yeah. still his selfish concern. Sure. It, but he's letting he's letting Gore win instead, or, or he's letting Gore win instead of like fighting him and kicking his ass and taking the wish. Right. Well, it's, no, Gore already won. He got there first. It's just is that how it works? That's, that's what, what they Thor say. was saying. Yeah, that, oh, they okay. say whoever gets there first gets the wish. But gotcha. like, it seems like you. I don't know. It seems like a Thanos moment all over again. Like, throw the axe, man. <laughs> right. <It's laughs> Should have so aimed for the wish. <laughs> it's so weird to me that they get to this idea of a like cosmic vending machine, which is a, a, like a joke about like what prayer is, but they don't like do anything even slightly deep with this scene. In fact, it's the like shallowest scene of the entire movie. Like this movie skirts on so many issues of faith and just ha- just fumbles them so badly. It's hilarious. That one, that one at least feels a little genuine because you don't get a lot of people who wish, who like 
pray for the end of all cancer for everyone. They kind of just pray about what's right. affecting and them yeah. in you, the moment. You could definitely so that get one into at that. least feels. You know, if they like touched on that a little yeah. bit, it would feel it would feel like it fit. Yeah, and it'd feel it, a little genuine. It would so be I'm not interesting I'm to not have this, opposed to it. Yeah, no, I, it would be really interesting to have this literal God have a being that is sort of a God to him. And mm-hmm. like have an interesting idea or conversation there, but and it's and literally then he not still even a, acts the way that he's been criticizing this entire time. Yeah, something like that, or just like we show something about unique about Thor and the way it interacts with this god that shows like, okay, this is why he is in this position sure. of power. Something like that. There's a lot of ways you could do this and do interesting, deep things with it. And the movie is just like, nah. Gorgeous makes the stupidest wish imaginable and then tosses his child to the most irresponsible person in the entire movie. All that I'm he doesn't that know. Eternity should have been uh, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> it's just <laughs> back does. up on top of that uh, skyscraper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be hilarious. <sighs> this movie was a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, there were still elements that I really enjoyed. My favorite part of this movie is... And you might hate it, but my favorite part of the movie is when Thor powers up all the kids. No, I mean, like, I, I like the scene. I like the scene a lot. Like, I thought it was fun, and the tone of a like it's an adventure book with, for kids mm-hmm. was much was a much smaller part of the movie, but was by and large the part of the movie I enjoyed. And so when we get the climactic scene and it it gives us a little piece of the climax of this kid's adventure, I'm like, well, I've been enjoying that throughout and I like that too. <laughs> Especially when like they got the little girl with the little bunny that's like frying things. Like yeah. if you've got imagery that it's that silly, yeah, I'm going to be funny. into it. Yeah, it's, it's funny, funny and it's fun and I hated it at first, but then as soon as I like actually saw it and it, they were going about actually kicking ass with yeah. their like scraps of trash and like personal stuffed animals, stuffed animals and yeah. stuff. Like I had a good time with it. I enjoyed it. I also really liked the music. There were scenes where it was misused, but I like eighties rock yeah. and yeah. it was yeah. still fun. That was the same thing. Um, my least favorite part of the movie is, um, is the Taika Waititi dialogue. Mm. Um, I don't hate Taika Waititi. I don't hate his style of comedy. You brought up like a, it has yeah. a giant point in his favor in Ragnarok. Like you really enjoyed a lot of it. I, I enjoyed it a lot in Ragnarok. There's other movies and shows where it works really well. I think to have it overwhelm the movie this way drags the movie down considerably. It just makes it really cringy to get through. Um, because when you've got cringe humor, like The Office, right? Yeah. yeah. It works well as a punchline, but then you've got to have a lot of like time to it, yeah. between mm. the next cringe thing. Otherwise it feels overwhelming and you just want to turn it off. Yeah. And I found myself wanting to turn off the movie theater yeah. as I'm sitting there watching this. Uh, it's, it's like a two out of five for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah two out of five lightning bunnies. Um, <laughs> not worth seeing. I, my favorite part about this movie is the visual style of it. Um, there are specifically a couple of scenes, like when they, specifically when they escape from the like God's Palace area thing, like when the, the goats like cr- crash in on a rainbow bridge I and drive them away. Goats too, the goats dude. were I so like stupid, the but they were really, they, they were the kind of thing that did grow on me as the movie went on. Mm. Like when they weren't screaming and then when they were doing funny things like carrying that, that uh, boat around, sure. it got really funny to me. I like um, when they help in the fight. But there's like that, yeah, <laughs> there's 
headbutt and stuff. The, yeah. the yeah. fight where the initial fight with Thor when he's like taking on those alien things and like destroying that uh, giant temple of theirs and all that. Um, yeah. There's there's that. There's another one that was really good. Uh, there's the kids scene. That's another really good. There's just so many really visually interesting oh, scenes. We didn't even talk oh, the fight the, with Gore on, on the, the shadow planet. planet. Yeah, yeah, where the like tiny the god objects have like a bit of color, and when they're powering up, they'll have more. That was really yeah, awesome. like Mjolnir has blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hammer axe has like almost pinkish streaks yeah. to it, and then the lightning bolt they stole from Zeus is yellow. Yeah, the, all of that was super cool. I really liked mm-hmm. it. Like, visually, this movie is awesome. I yeah. love that stuff. But it's my least favorite thing about it is that it's fucking shallow as hell. Yeah. They're touching on some really deep deep ideas. And I'm not just talking about like the religion stuff. I mean like having a character that's got stage four cancer that <laughs> dies of cancer in the yeah. movie. There's a lot of, and like they want to do like relationships and how those work and how like dealing with your ex can be. There's a lot of stuff that's very human, that's very like deep thoughts, ideas. And they are just like... Nope, I got nothing for you. I'm just gonna make some dumb jokes. And, and for a movie where, because again, we've got the like storybook elements mm-hmm. to it, where it feel like those parts make it feel like this is geared towards kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a movie that feels like it's geared towards kids, there's a lot of talk about stage four cancer and orgies in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, those are very real subject kids need to know about. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, middle school is gonna educate them. <laughs> l- listen, son, I've got stage four cancer, and before I die. I'm heading to this orgy. You need to stay at home and don't open your door. <laughs> yeah, it's just that that's my that's my biggest criticism of it. It's just it's very shallow when it yeah. doesn't need to be. Like the the original story that Gore is featured in is a really fascinating look at a lot of different things and a lot of different ideas. And it's very unique in a god way of like Thor interacting with other versions of Thor to take on uh, the God Butcher and like this thing killing all these other gods that are like doing other things than just fucking normal people by sure. not listening to their prayers at all. Um, and so uh, my, my final rating on this, purely on the visuals, is also a two out of five screaming goats. Because um, that's kind of what this movie <laughs> yeah, feels like at the time. It's the like goat. there's sometimes where I really like this and there's other times where it's a goat screaming high pitched in my face for no yeah. goddamn reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't get why they bothered to do the seg up of the Guardians of the Galaxy if they're just going to throw that shit away. I know. Yeah. They got five minutes of it. It's like uh, like how um, uh, Doctor Strange was in the Ragnarok movie. Like, he's just there for two seconds and doesn't really add anything. You could take it out. Well, it but with him, I see that they're like, hey, look, he's got his own movie. Like, I've already seen Guardians of the Galaxy movies, but the whole point of having yeah. him meet them is so that they can do, like, a, a thing together, and they're yeah. not doing a thing together. And they yeah. had the Thor with Hulk mashup, and mm-hmm. I was hoping to see the Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. mashup. Oh, that so been good. Really was, fun. was the whole reason they were there because Endgame finished with him yes. hanging out with yes. Guardians, and so they yeah. were like, they didn't, we gotta show how he gets away and yeah. does his own thing. It would have yeah. been so much more interesting to have him talking to... Peter because Peter has recently lost Gamora and he is in like have him find out early about Jane's cancer and the fact that she'll die and have him like talk to Quill and be like you know this is something you have recently gone through I'm actively going through a slower version of it. Also, I don't think he would do. Th- I think he would go find the magic answer to this. Sure. <laughs> also, I mean, that would you could do stuff with that. Also, yeah. Quill has recently lost some divinity because he was a god for a while. Only while he's minute, on that yeah. planet. Yeah. Sure, but he was a god for a brief. Can we just not talk about that movie? It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when Guardians of the Galaxy three does it comes out, we're gonna have to talk about that movie. <laughs> Who knows when that'll be? Then. Oh yeah. God. Uh I, I ain't like the kids. I don't like the Thorfins. I'm mm. not a fan of them. Okay. <laughs> Thorfins. <laughs> I love it. I like that. Uh, that should have been the name that he gives them, not kids yeah. in a cage. You're the Thorfins. Our parents are alive. Uh, 
I left a lot of that battle unsupervised. Yeah, like, I don't know who <laughs> lived through that, kids, to be honest. Uh, but, I mean, like, like I said earlier, I felt like this is they're trying to gear this towards parents and kids when up till now it's been just fine geared towards... Like, I don't need, like... Iron Man to be like, here, put on the suit, kid, and now you're part of the movie for me. <laughs> like, as a kid, I didn't like when the little kids got the powers when, like, the movie's not about yeah, them. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know. I really wanted to like this movie, and there's uh, not a lot to like. Except those, like, hammers floating in on the side of the screen. That <laughs> so I re- funny. I also, <laughs> I'm glad that in the Dark Planet, when, like, we keep talking about he always goes to Dark World, they're just like, yeah, let's go to a world with fucking no color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could still actually see. So they're like, yeah. it's like they're aware but not aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you think they're making fun of Snyder? <laughs> that's what I thought. Or I thought that they were aware that all their movies before this, every time the villain oh. has a dimension, yeah. is the bad place, the bad dark there place. There was literally one called The Dark World, and we went into a better The Dark World in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Put that together. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh... No, 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 I'm sorry. It wasn't the Dark World. It was the Shadow Realm. <laughs> Yugi Boy. Was it? <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, it was, was I remember. The, the, I remember because I made the Yu-Gi-Oh joke when he said it. Yeah, Josh and I were like memeing, kind of like, this is exactly like a Yu-Gi-Oh reference. And they <laughs> exactly. literally used the exact same word. But Rest in peace, guy who wrote Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I like Jane bigger than I thought, but I don't want to deal with fucking cancer shit <laughs> in my yeah. Thor movie. Yeah. That bums me the fuck out a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And her CG helmet when they were on the bridge looked really bad. Uh, It did. Right? It it stood out like a sore thumb. Like, she is not wearing... Why didn't they just have her put on... Like, do a cutaway and have her wear the helmet? Just have the prop and have her put it on her Mm -hmm. head. Why do you have to CG it? It looks terrible. And so many times, like, she just... Puts it on and then takes it off and then puts it back on and takes it off. Yeah, like, she doesn't no wear it during it. the fight. Yeah, except when it's like there to look like when it's she doesn't up. jump. When she doesn't jump and she's got the hammer above her head. Yeah, and she's about to slam it down. And That's it's because she's entirely time. CG. Yeah, at when those she's entirely yeah. CG, there's no weird mashup there. Yeah, yeah. And it's easier to animate a helmet than some hair. <laughs> yes, but uh, overall, a two out of five. Uh. Uh, <laughs> uh, bad Thor costumes. Fair, <laughs> Caleb. So, what I liked about this movie was the concept of Gore's character, but I also feel like it was very much failed potential. It's potential they failed to realize. We talked about how they basically made a kids' movie out of this that yes. adults could go to. What I really would have loved to have seen out of this would have been the rated R version. Yes, mm. gore story, fuck, yeah. the, fuck the romance bullshit. I mean, this is the god murderer. Just like, show us some shit. Do the comic. Like, the comic is that. It is super R-rated. Like, I mean, you already have, like, this entourage of pantheons. You've got plenty of people that you could kill gruesomely. Like, mm-hmm, give yeah. me a little bit. Yeah. Plus, yeah. we're going to the orgy planet. Like, come <laughs> on. I mean, they're asking for it. Like these they people really are, not, they, they're so easy to hate. I it was really weird not to to set them up to not be murdered. Imagine yeah. Gore coming through and slicing up the orgy. <laughs> but instead, all they did in that orgy, man. They made hey. this, this hateable pantheon. He transforms into a fat swan, so it's okay. And now apparently we're gonna have to deal with this in subsequent films because Zeus is pissed off at Thor, and he sent I, Hercules. After I do want to see Hercules versus Thor. That do you like though? Was that Hercules? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot like, Hercules. Was Hercules weird in the this. comics is just gonna have like and also Zeus. Was like go get him Hercules. Yeah, so, I thought like, he said Mercules. Mer- 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 yeah, Mercules. Mer- my, Mer- my other son Mercules made Mer- of Mercury. 
Oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm avoiding Hercules. <laughs> and yet, like, Hercules versus Thor is just going to be the epitome of two buffoons hitting each other in the head with Wasn't hands. Wasn't Hercules, like, B-level strength? I mean, it depends on which comic you're reading. Okay. Like, it's, it's like a lot of those things. There's sometimes I mean, where you can go Demigod to versus God. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, half Hercules Saiyans did... are stronger than Saiyans sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, in some versions, Hercules is a full god. Like, But I, I am interested in the idea in my head of Hercules versus Thor. That sounds really cool, but if it's, like, full of Tika Watiti dialogue, like... Mm. But that's my yeah. problem with this movie in general. I, I like the idea of this film yes. much more than actually watching the movie mm-hmm. itself. Yes. Yeah. What I actually watched, I found to be marginally interesting and... It's not something I ever want to see ever again. If I was to say a particular thing, it's just it's, it's, you know, it favorite. is the failed expectations. I wanted yeah. to see yeah. a more gruesome film, and it just fell so short of that. They so. had such good subject matter to draw from, and for them to just mm-hmm. throw it out the window like this, yeah, it's yeah. like Taskmaster all over again. Yeah, for sure. With all that being said, I'm going to give it. Like, what What was the name of Yugi's necklace? The Millennium the Puzzle. Millennium puzzle. puzzle. Yeah, I'll give it one and a half Millennium Puzzle. <laughs> I mean, that's still a lot of fucking Millennium Puzzle. <laughs> that's, a that's, of, yeah. that's a lot of puzzle. Like, how tall would I get if I used that? <laughs> how big would your hair be? <laughs> that's true. Your voice, your voice would just instantly become Darth Vader's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Something feels different about Brian. But I, I, don't, can't I can't put my finger, put my on, finger on. on I don't know what it is. <laughs> Uh, he's seven feet tall and he's got like a deep face I've ever heard. No, like, what was it? The, what, how is it that uh, in the Washington song, it was like five foot 120 or something like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got 20 George goddamn Washington. dicks. <laughs> uh, if you want to listen to us talk about our dicks, you can find more of our episodes on our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmovierreviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or suggestions for what we should watch in the future. If you get a chance, leave us a rating on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. And until next time, we're Opinionated. Thor will save the children, but not the Asgardian children. (laughs) 